It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Ladies and gentlemen. Now the moment we've been waiting for is here. Previously on the Woody and Wilcox Show. Behind the scenes, Chelsea will not stop talking about this story that has come out about the 17-foot, 100-pound Burmese python. Now, we had talked about this. Um, I it guess, happened in Florida. A little while ago. This python had disappeared in the state of Alaska. And it was a pet. In someone's home, and you say, how does a 17-foot, 100-pound python disappear? I don't know. Mm -hmm. Very slowly, very quickly. I'm not a snake guy. I don't know the answer. The reason why Chelsea's been talking about it so much is it just returned home to its owner after two weeks of being missing. And Chelsea is like, I can't believe it. How does a snake find its way back home after two weeks? It's like a miracle. I didn't know snakes could do that. They've made movies about this. The Incredible Journey, Homeward Bound, Animals. I I can't remember if we've talked about this before. I know there are amazing stories, some of them heartwarming and uh, tearful, about pets that went away and then somehow came back, you know, Weeks later, months later, or you moved and something happened. Your dog was lost for years. And then one day, there he was sitting out front in the lawn chair. You know, we've, we've heard all those stories. And some of those are amazing. I, I don't feel like the python being missing for two weeks and then showing back up at the home is necessarily one of those amazing stories. But Chelsea seems beside herself with what, this one. What do you mean? You don't think it's one of those? Well, I mean, I, I, to me, the odds are this thing was just hiding somewhere. I mean, it was in a wood pile or I don't, I don't know, wherever snakes go. There was this story said that he had roof tar on him, which is weird. Well, you got to get up on the roof to see where your house is. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. He was hiding somewhere, and then he came back out. Chelsea, like, I don't feel like this is one that we off. need to you know, save for the, for the annals of history. Like, oh, my God, the miracle snake found his way home. Like, I don't imagine him wandering hundreds of miles, miles and then like you know deciding you know what i'm gonna come back right. he ran away with a woman like it didn't really work out and he's like i think i'll just go back home right took a bus to fairbanks right no i don't imagine any of that happened i think he was probably just like around the corner somewhere um thanks to those of you that are contributing whether it's uh, on the phones at 844-4ww show or on social media uh macy's got something for us on the line macy what's your deal so when i was growing up like in high school and everything i had this cat Named him Oreo because he was a tuxedo cat, and you have to. Right, um, right. And when I graduated high school, I joined the Marine Corps, and I got stationed over in Japan. So the day that I actually left for Japan, my cat went missing. He was an outside cat, so, you know, he was outside all the time, but he always came in for, you know, food and everything, but he just didn't come back. And I was over in Japan for probably about, like, a year, year and a half. Um, and in that time, my mom ended up having to move. They couldn't find him. 
it put posters out, everything. So she moved from San Antonio to Austin, which is about four hours away from each other. And the day I came back from Japan and came to visit my family, he showed back up. So we believe that your cat walked from San Antonio to Austin because he knew you were going to be back in town? I guess. I mean, it was him. He had the same tags, like the same collar, everything. He just showed back up. Maybe he stowed away when they were moving there and then just hit out. Appreciate the call, Macy, and your service, 844-4WW-SHOW. And as we talked about earlier, really hard to hitchhike because the thumbs are not prominent on a cat. I mean, they have them, I guess, but... You know, as you're driving by, it looks just like a cat raising its paw. You right. can't tell that the thumb is extended. Car keep pulling over. You have a question? <laughs> right, you're No, on. no, no. I was hitchhiking. Oh, I'm not too, I'm not picking up hitchhiking cats. <laughs> I'm just answering cat questions, and I saw you had your hand up. Didn't realize you were hitchhiking. Uh, yeah, I'm going to Austin. My owner is coming back from Japan. Right. Yeah, I can't help Kim, you. Not, not headed that Not way. happening. Um, thanks to, it looks like, Travis on the Woody and Wilcox Facebook page. Growing up, I had an Alaskan Husky. My dad dropped him off at my grandparents' house in Myrtle Beach. We lived in Wilmington, North Carolina at the time. The next morning when I got up for school, he was sitting on our front porch in Wilmington. <laughs> That's quite a distance. How many miles is that? That's I don't know, an hour and a half or so, give or take, in that neighborhood, I think. In a car, a right? Not hours. if you're a dog. Well, for a dog, obviously, again. <laughs> Hitchhiking. It's actually, you got, and for every mile, it's seven human miles. <laughs> right. In dog miles, it's much closer. Yeah, right. So that's probably how that works out. <laughs> Thanks to Cameron, who I think has really nailed this down. I lost my dog about two months of grief. I finally decided to box up all of her stuff. She actually had her own closet because she loved to dress up. To my surprise, when I went into the closet to box up her stuff, I found out that she was just stuck in her jacket. (laughs) (laughs) I was really pissed about it. 911, police, fire, medical. Yeah, we got a problem here. My wife is struggling in her jacket, can't get it off. She's struggling in her jacket? In her jacket, I want to... Nine one one up here immediately. Okay, what's is she not breathing or? She's all right. She just can't get her damn jacket off, man, and I'm pissed about it. The following program is for entertainment purposes only. Really, that's amazing. It's the Woody and Wilcox Show. They simply couldn't imagine being without each other with Woody. Ah, what the hell is the matter with you? And Wilcox. Oh, brother, this guy stinks! This is the Woody and Wilcox Show. This is insanity! The Woody and Wilcox Show. This is like, you know, when you're getting your legs waxed and they whip that thing off real fast. That's what this is like. And now, it's the Woody and Wilcox Show. I've been through this a million times in all my years in the theater. Take a deep breath. Blow it out. Let's just do a good show, okay? Everybody do a good show. What's everybody doing, huh? I'm going to be positive. Like, that's my new morning thing. I'm feeling great. (laughs) I'm well rested. There's a difference between being positive, Chelsea, and just lying. Okay, You're lying to me and you're lying to yourself. I feel like my my mental attitude is going to change my life. So I'm going to try it. Don't try to bring me down. Did get this on the Fez line, if this helps, Chelsea. Hola, Chelsea. It's tu amigo, Scott. 
I have some news for you, Woody and Wilcox. Rubio goes on to support the president, saying the president was deeply impacted, as any person should be, after being briefed on such a horrific crime. <laughs> now, how are you feeling, Chelsea? I'm feeling even better. A horrific hor- 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 crime. Glad to hear it. <laughs> The old two-person Fez line call is what we had there. Very creative. Mm-hmm. Yes. Recreating the news clip with the horror lady. At first, I thought it was the actual clip, and I was like, oh, my God, that's how somebody else doing it. He's pretending to throw it to a news person. I mean, that's... Yeah. The bar has been raised. Mm-hmm. But then does he come back, or is that the clip of, get my phone? No, that's the real clip. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, but I think got... that's him making the noise at the end. Hola, Chelsea. It's to Amigo Scott. I have some news for you, Woody and Wilcox. Rubio goes on to support the president, saying the president was deeply impacted, as any person should be, after being briefed on such a horrific crime. Now that's the real get off my phone. That's actually Glenn Black, right? <laughs> Six tons of porn! I can't tell those two apart. <laughs> I think that last one was me. Uh, so well, I'll tell you this, and this is going to make you feel even better, Chelsea. You know, uh, Mother's Day is right around the corner. Have you heard about that? It is. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, you're going to get a card this year from uh, uh, your boy Scott oh. to Amigo Scott, maybe with uh, parts of his anatomy on it. Oh. Mm, we can only hope. So uh, anyway, uh, because Mother's Day is right around the corner, we've got a, uh, a round of Craigslist prices right. And think of all the things I'm sure that are going to be strange and available for you on Craigslist. Maybe not for you, but for your own mother or that mother in your life. So in about an hour, we'll find out what those items are, and, and it'll change your life, I'm sure. And if you don't have money to actually buy mom a card, mm-hmm. you have a chance to earn it mm-hmm. with Craigslist Prices Right as well. Okay. Uh, so there's that. We're also going to find out what's strange on uh, uh, what I just said that. We're also going to find out uh, what's weird in uh, Florida. We've got a round of it happened in Florida. And what's happening around this country of ours? Some people are not happy with our president. I don't know if you've heard about that. What? Have you seen who may be running for president next? Oh, no. Huh? Oh, no. What do you mean? Why do you have a negative attitude about it? It is someone you know. Well, it now is it's not good... someone in politics. Of course not. It's just a free-for-all now. Hmm. I feel like you're saying something negative. I thought this was positive. No, day. it's about how I'm feeling. It's not about my opinions. Sorry. About how I'm feeling, not my opinion. I don't know. Feeling uh, physically and how I'm feeling to face the day. Nope, um, okay. Now I'm back to it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Chelsea we know. Didn't understand a word of it. We, uh, we'll, figure, uh, we'll fill you in, Chelsea. I think it's going to make you feel better. A uh, well-known celebrity is now apparently almost a shoe-in uh, to become our next president. We'll share that with you and more coming up in the chat next. The Woody and Wilcox Show. And now it's time for the chat report. Stuff. Happening around the globe. Uh, yeah, the the G is silent. Beep, 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 beep. On the Woody and Wilcox show. All right, a little quiz for uh, you, Woody, and for you, Chelsea. Who can tell me the name of the president of the United States? George before, Washington. Before you jump in, uh, 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 let me give you a clue. I went to an Ivy League school. I'm very highly educated. I know words. I had the best words. That's a hint. Uh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? Do you know what I'm talking about? That's another hint. I'm speaking with myself, 
number one, because I have a very good brain and I've said a lot of things. Who can tell me who that is? Sarah Silverman. It's not Sarah Silverman. I know every time I play a clip, you think it's Sarah Silverman. That's Donald J. Trump. That's right. He is our president. Donald Trump. Have you seen who recently said now, and this guy was rumored in the past to maybe be a candidate for president, but now, quote, says it is a very real possibility. Anyone, and I'll give you a hint on this person as well. He has a cod guy. No. No. Dwayne The Rock Johnson? From your lips to God's ears, my friend. President Rock. A couple of years ago, you would have said, well, that's insane. The Rock is never going to become president. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now, what would you say if The Rock decided to run for president? Because he was recently interviewed in GQ, says it is, quote, a real possibility. Quote, I feel like I'm in a position now where my word carries a lot of weight and influence, and he certainly is considering a run for the presidency. I like it. Honestly, I mean, I know that he wasn't uh, for Hillary. He wasn't for Trump either. Correct. Right? He he was one. He's one of those guys that I think is like 80% of Americans. Right? He doesn't identify wholly with one side or the other. He has... Hang on a second. His own ideas and is free to choose them and speaks his mind eloquently and has meaning behind the the decisions that he chooses. It's it's almost as if he's a normal human being. He is a uh, registered uh, independent is uh, partly what you're talking about there. And when you think about all the action movie stars, I think he'd absolutely be top of the list. First of all, Jean-Claude Van Damme, not born in the United States. Uh, Granted, does tremendous stretching to inspirational music. Right. And we all love that as a people. But there are still rules and regulations about who can and can't run for president. And so he's out. Uh, Jan Michael Vincent from Airwolf. Uh, still with us? Still may not still be alive. Why was that the second guy I came to I know, in terms knows? of uh, in terms of stars you, of action you, movies? You love three named guys. <laughs> I do love three named guys. He is still Good with point. us, is he? Well, yes. so maybe I don't 72 know. Seventy two years young. Well, maybe not the maybe not the best idea. And How old is Lee Majors, uh, the Fall Guy, aka the Six Million Dollar Man? How old is he? Is he still alive? Obviously. Oh, he may not be. Uh, he is seventy eight. Still with us? Yes. All right. So I don't know. Were you just? I think I'd still go rock. I'm sort of picking uh, obscure uh, action movie stars, TV, I guess, as well. No one else has got one. Mr. T. Mm, I suppose so. 
Um, anybody here of United Airlines? What now? Oh, God, don't tell me. Because I don't know why. It feels like there's been nothing but positivity about the airline industry lately. And then, out of the blue, something negative has cropped up. How about the latest? The woman who claims that she was forced to urinate in a cup at her seat. What do we know so far? We know a man. We uh, we saw a man pulled off a plane, and we know that he suffered uh, multiple injuries. Ah! Yes. Ah! Right. That's the guy there. And that sort of started this whole landslide of things that we now hear literally every day about something going wrong but in the I, world of air travel. I feel like it really started with those girls who weren't allowed on the flight because of their leggings. Yep. That mm. was a couple of weeks before. It was a couple, that, no, that eased us in, and then it's just been downhill ever since. Okay. Well, obviously, the death of the large rabbit well, was yeah, the one course. that sticks in my head because I love large rabbits. Uh, this woman claims that uh, she was forced to urinate in a cup. Now... I know what you're thinking. How do they force her to urinate in a cup? You will, and, you will urinate in a cup. I feel and like, it's, it's tough to do as a woman. Is it? Yeah. I uh, depending on how big the opening is of the cup. Yes, of the cup. Okay. Uh, this woman claims that quote I had no choice but to urinate a cup on board a United Airlines flight from Houston when the crew told her that she wasn't allowed to get out of her seat. She says she has an overactive bladder. She says other passengers were walking around the cabin using the lavatory while the seatbelt sign was on, but flight attendants wouldn't let her do the same and then shamed her when she took care of her business in a cup. Now you're saying, why? Why did she take care of business in a cup? Well, she says, quote, they very rudely told me I was not allowed to get out of my seat. And at that point I said, quote, well, I'm either going to need to go to the bathroom or you're going to have to give me a cup to pee in. And the flight attendant came over and gave her a cup. She proceeded to sit at her seat and relieve herself in the cup. Now, we've heard a lot of stories. And as I read through this one, this one I don't feel like I'm on board with. Something is amiss in Mm -hmm. this story. Didn't it happen like a month ago is what I read? Did you Uh, say that part? (sighs) Happened on a United-operated Mesa Airlines flight from Houston last month. Yeah. You got to, if you have to pee in a cup, you got to let somebody know immediately. Right? How are other people walking around the cabin, but they just singled her out? I, I call BS on that. Doesn't one. make sense to me. Ladies, if you've urinated in a cup on an airline, eight four 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 WW. The only time I've done that, I was in a moving jeep. In the air? No, jeeps can't fly. Oh, got it. You mean the only time you've urinated in a cup? Yes, I'm on it. Hmm. By the way, the flight attendant, after seeing the cups filled, ushered her to a bathroom to dispose of the material, told her the airline would file a report against her, call a hazmat team to clean the row of seats, and have her speak with the pilot. Right. Speak with the pilot? Yeah, apparently he's into that sort of thing. (laughs) Being sent to the principal's office, what? I mean, the the flight deck, Uh, if any of you are urinating at your seat, I'm going to... I want to talk to you after the flight. <laughs> Sit back. I, didn't, I mean, none of it makes sense, right? If you're not allowed to get up to use the bathroom, why would you then get up at the flight attendant's? I mean, it doesn't. Nope. And then, secondarily, why would you speak to the captain? <laughs> 
Is that like a, I'm telling on you and he's the teacher type thing? I yeah. think so. That's I mean, I get threat, it that yeah. you would file a report. Sure. Mm-hmm. Call a hazmat Right. Team. We're going to write well, you up, first of all. You're going to get a demerit. And then we're going to take you to the principal's office. This will go down on your permanent right. record. <laughs> I have to have you talk to the pilot. <laughs> what would the pilot say? I... So you peed at your seat? Yeah. Cool. Cool. What's your number? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're probably not supposed to do that. Right. But okay. I applaud you. All right. Well, where are you guys staying? Okay, cool. Call me. I don't know. I think I'm team united on this one. I hate to go against the grain, mm-hmm. but uh, <clears throat> mm-hmm. not buying something about this story. Although, I can't wait to find out what we hear about tomorrow. I know. <laughs> you realize that now the last two major stories about airlines doing something uh, theoretically bad is they uh, killed a rabbit at the airport and then uh, cremated it. And now a woman has been forced to urinate at her seat. I mean, among the others. It gets better and better. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine what's tomorrow? Uh, I'll tell you this. Uh, we'll get a small, probably, look into what tomorrow brings uh, with a round of It Happened in Florida. And we're going to kick that uh, off for you coming up next. The Woody and Wilcox Show. So we've got a round of It Happened in Florida here. And that means that Woody and I are going to share three stories real quick. All of them true. One of them taking place in the state of Florida. It's a celebration of the crazy that comes out of Florida on an hour-by-hour basis. So you spot the Florida story to win, 844-4WW-SHOW. Woody's got story number one. Story number one is about doing drugs. Kids do not do drugs. Right. You're not going to hear it anywhere else. Right. Here's proof as a 19-year-old is looking at uh, trespassing charges after he entered a home that he claimed was his. Uh, he, uh, it, he broke into the house and then decided to try and steal a car that was in the garage. That's when the cops showed off. He, he set off the alarm breaking into the house and he was actually inside the car trying to hotwire it as the cops showed up. Despite the keys being in the ignition to the car. Oh. That's what drugs will do to you. I got to hotwire this thing. Why are these keys getting in my way? I'm going to hotwire this thing. Was it in Florida where maybe if he had just turned the key, it would have been okay and he could have driven away? Now, story number two, I think, is really going to help you if you're suffering something similar. The man in story number two, he's 50 years old and has stomach pains. He goes to the doctor. They take an x-ray. Mm-hmm. What do they find inside the 50-year-old man that is apparently causing his pain and suffering? Anybody? A baby. A baby! (laughs) We've heard those stories. Don't laugh. That is not correct, though. Uh, And a fused twin. A fused twin. So, in Um, other words, he was born with a twin that sort of... No, mm-hmm. not correct. A piece of medical equipment that piece was left in there. medical equipment that was left in there. Picard's flute. No, I'm going to have to give it to you here. Uh, they discovered a pair of ballpoint pens in the man's stomach. Ballpoint pens. Ballpoint pens, yeah. Don't look at me like that. No, what, do just... you think that's weird to have ballpoint pens in your stomach? Yes. Some kind of weird eating thing? Uh, No. Pika? Is that what it is? As it ends up, uh, and I can only imagine because I haven't seen a reenactment of the situation, but the doctor tells the guy, hey, 
You know that pain you're having in your stomach? Got some ballpoint pens in there. And then the guy, and this will be my imitation of the guy, ballpoint pens. Oh, yeah. He then proceeded to tell the doctor that when he was 14, he lost a bet and ate ballpoint pens and had forgotten all about it. You know, and look, we've all been there. Don't throw stone. Chelsea, no, come on. I didn't know when you were 14 you ate ballpoint pens to pay off a bet. That's fine, but forgetting about it? Ah, I don't think you forget about it. You're busy. You've got a lot on your plate. At least for the next couple of days, wouldn't you be expecting to see those ballpoint pens again? Eh, But then when you don't, you kind of forget about it, and there's no one there to remind you, maybe, about eating ballpoint pens. Hey, man, remember when you ate those ballpoint pens? How'd that come out? Oh, hell, I forgot about that. I don't know. I can't explain it all. I wish I could. But the man ate uh, ate two ballpoint pens, and 36 years later, it was discovered, and he was reminded of it. My question for you is this. Does he live in Florida? 844-4WW-SHOW. Woody's got the third and final. Third and final story has to do with a man who's actually going to be avoiding jail time, even though he pleaded guilty to six counts of cranking. Cranking? Yes. Well, Cox, are you familiar with cranking? Tuggy, tuggy, tug. That's what I thought is. And he drugged them off. Nope. It has. Wang. Uh, no, nope. Some kind of drug thing. That's Wang. what, I, you know, I was going to guess second on that one too, Chelsea. Great guess. No. Uh, cranking refers to the act of removing a vehicle's spark plug wires to make the vehicle run roughly to help reach sexual gratification. What? Well, that's right. The, who, for the car or you reach sexual gratification? You reach sexual satisfaction due to the car running roughly and you are in the car. What six, you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Six different times. Like sitting on a wonky washing machine. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Gene? Sort of that thing, yeah, where it's running rough and it keeps misfiring and it's jerking back and forth and... Apparently so are you, and man will be uh, going to counseling and sex offender treatment along with five years of probation. Is it in Florida where this 26-year-old man has a self-professed fetish for rough-running cars? W-T-F. Sean is up first to try and solve our quiz. Sean, what do you say? All three stories did happen. Only one of them went down in the plywood state of Florida. Can you tell us which one? Mm, uh, how about story number two? Story number two. No. No, sir. Not even in this country. Uh, China is where the man had two ballpoint pens in his stomach for over three decades, telling the surgeon that he put them there when he was 14 due to a lost bet. If it makes you feel any better about the story, and I don't know why it wouldn't, his last name is Wang. Wang. 
Yes, Wang. Wang. Yes, Wang. You know, the most amazing thing about that story is the fact do that he the it. bet was only about eating one, but Don't 15 minutes Don't later, he wanted to eat another pen, so he did. Don't do it. You'd keep your mouth shut if you knew it was good for you, buddy. John, 50-50 shot for you. What do you say? I got to go with door number three. Store number three. Uh, no. Uh, the dude who uh, takes the spark plug wires off of cars. Saginaw, Michigan is where the 26-year-old man loves cranking. Oh, oh, oh. You know what I'm talking about. Oh. <laughs> I've read a lot of stuff on the internet. That's the first time I've ever heard of anything like that. Coming, 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 coming. And then, That's exactly right, DW. Uh, Anthony, can you solve our quiz? Number one. Number one is the one. Dade City, Florida is where the dude was so high trying to steal a car, he was hot wiring it with the keys in the ignition. The Woody and Wilcox Show. We like to dive into the craziness that is Craigslist and uh, guess what people are asking for items for sale on there. That's what we call Craigslist Prices Right. We're going to dive into that next. And with Mother's Day right around the corner. Oh, that's right. I hadn't heard about that. Uh, it is Sunday, by the way. What? Uh, great stuff for mom. And I think uh, a, a good way for uh, you to earn some cash. And as a matter of fact, United Airlines, a part of the Craigslist Prices Right today as well. So you've got that opportunity to enjoy that. Now, what do you mean United Airlines is a part of Craigslist prices, right? Can't really give it away because people maybe go onto Craigslist and search for United and they'll find this and they'll be able to cheat. Just going to give you the tease. Does it have something to do with a woman urinating in a cup? For a price, she will whiz in a cup near you. No. By by the way, I'm not just pulling that off the top of my head. That was uh, an earlier discussion sure you've heard that was the latest theoretical slight from united airlines was a woman claimed she was forced to urinate in a cup at her seat i'm not sure we're all buying it this time out but maybe that has nothing to do with that Mm. that cup is for sale it is autographed i I wish it was no No, it is not all right uh but you know what a way to earn some cash as well if you're out there and you're like boy you know mother's day snuck up on me this year Not quite sure how I'm going to get mom a gift or a card. A way for you to earn money off of Craigslist, too. Well, that sounds mildly amusing, and uh, we'll find out what it means. Your hands are going to get dirty. Okay. Coming up, Craigslist Price is Right. We'll get to it next. The Woody and Wilcox Show. That music means it's time for what we lovingly call Craigslist Price is Right. This is where Woody, along with much help from you, has gathered strange items goods and services available on Craigslist for real. And then Chelsea and I, along with a couple of you on the phone, will try to figure out how much money people are asking for these things that they're selling or offering for their services or what have you. Just like regular prices, right? It's the closest without going over the actual price who gets the point. Obviously, most points wins. 844-4WW-SHOW, the way that you can get through. Contestant number one, say hello to Larry. What's up, Larry? How you doing today? We're doing great, man. Welcome in. Taking you Appreciate on is going to be uh, Lisa. What's up, Lisa? What's up, What's guys? Up? 
How are you it's today, boy, Lisa? Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what that was? Uh, it sounded definitely. It's uh, your boy, Jimmy Stewart. What's up there, fellas? It's your boy, Jimmy Stewart. All right. <laughs> okay, Lisa, Larry, you guys know how this works. Uh, Woody is going to start by describing item number one. What do you got, Woody? Tip of the cap to Brett, who found this and emailed it to me. Woody at iHeartMedia, when you find something, it's a $400 United Airlines voucher. I have a $400 voucher to United Airlines that is expiring on March 16th of 2018. With all the recent shenanigans, I do not plan on flying them ever again. Hmm. The full value can be applied to any flight over $400. So these vouchers cannot technically be sold. What is going to happen is you will buy me coffee for this price. We will have a nice date. Then I will buy you a ticket. Just list you, my super close friend, as the flyer. I love you so much. I will buy you a flight with my voucher. Man, woman, I mean, obviously... I I think of it as a dude. Now, it's got to have his name on the ticket. No? I don't think so. He just has to buy the ticket. Correct. Mm -hmm. And so you're going to buy him a coffee for this price, then he falls in love with you and buys you a ticket, apparently. Therefore, eliminating the idea that he sold this ticket for you. That's right. Coffee can be very expensive. $400 $400 worth. $300. 300 is the bid from Wilcox. Chelsea? 100 100 Gotcha. Larry, what do you think? 350 350 Gotcha. Lisa? 250 250 Actual Craigslist price. Nice job, Larry. $350. You've got to do all that and go out and get coffee with a guy for... Saving 50 bucks? Hell yeah, Chuck. No thanks. Wow. Look at money bags over there. <laughs> oh, I'd do anything. Cooch. Yeah. Cooch. You're going to have to save me more than $50. Cooch. Then maybe it involves some extracurricular Cooch. activities. <laughs> For 50 bucks? Does that make it less or more valuable? I, I, less. All right. Uh, Larry has a point. Uh, nothing for the rest of us. What do we have for item number two, Woody? This is somebody looking to hire. Perfect for Mother's Day. And they need a helper. That's all it says on here. Okay. I am a professional male nurse specializing in doing physicals, full body massages, rectal exams, and colonoscopies in the home. Hey, now. I'm in need of a good young male helper to assist me in these procedures. Oh, now it's a male helper. Somebody's administering these. Yes. Okay. My helper will help hand me equipment that I may need during these procedures. No experience necessary. I will train the right person. To hand you stuff? Yes, Chelsea, to hand you stuff. It's not easy. You must have transportation to and from work. I will call you when I have a client. We will drive to the client's house. You must have a really good stomach. You will see nudity, blood, and fecal material. (laughs) All of my clients are men. (laughs) What is happening here? I'm trying to process this. I feel like it's a huge cover. What, Chelsea, when's the last time you had a physical in the house? 
I'm thinking, didn't he say in-home colonoscopy? And rectal exams. Yes. Doesn't that in, involve, I, I think you can do the the physical and the rectal exam without some kind of imaging, but you need like other equipment for a colonoscopy, correct? Well, they have GoPros. They're waterproof. Chelsea, I feel like you hate us because you ain't us. Hate us because they ain't us. Okay, let's just get through this. Uh, no go hole. To uh, be this is an, an assistant to hand him things. This is an hourly rate, yeah. So you're a man, you're helping a pro-male nurse administer things to other dudes. Pro-male nurse. That's, yes. That's what he described it as, a right? A professional male nurse. Yeah. Yes. Not an amateur. T- $10 an hour. $10 an hour is the bid from Chelsea. Larry? Uh, 18 $18 is the bid from Larry. Lisa? I'm going to say 20 20 Gotcha. Uh, I'm going to say 21 21 Actual Craigslist price. Nice job. Lisa, $20 an hour. <laughs> Something else is going on. Procedures like usually last about two hours. Is that right? I, Are you packing bologna or I mean, what? But you have to like put somebody under for a colonoscopy. Like, you don't have to. I've seen videos. No. Thank you, Cool Beans. I've got yeah, one. it's just. Uh, what did Cool Beans say? She's on my. She's made the face. Like, of course you do. Yeah. One for Larry, one for Lisa <laughs> in this particular case. So, what does that mean? It all comes down to item number three on this edition of Craigslist Prices, right? So, Larry and Lisa, whoever gets this, walks away with a win. Woody, what do we have for item number three? Well, a big thank you to Sheila who found this and emailed it to me. Woody at iHeartMedia. It's an eight-inch wooden phallus. <laughs> Perfect for Mother's Day. Hmm. Wang. This is a decorative 8-inch wooden penis. I bought this interesting item in Thailand. It is believed to bring good luck over there. I can't promise any luck, but it's a surefire conversation starter. I can take a look. You... Oh, oh, Lord. You going to put that up on the mantle, Chelsea? Are you going to... Shiny and... Foyer? I feel like I've seen that Intrusive. one before. You've seen that one before? <laughs> All right. Well, it is just as Woody described it. It is not one of those, am I seeing what I think I'm seeing? That's There's only, no vague to it. That is straight up. That's only Literally eight straight up, by the way. That is only eight inches, Chelsea. All right. That's enough of that. Uh, well, here's how this works. Larry, Lisa, uh, whoever gets this is going to walk away with the win. And in this case, Larry, you're going to have to go first on the eight-inch wooden phallus. May or may not bring you good luck. Decorative. Uh, 35. 35. Lisa? I'm going to go $1. $1. Actual Craigslist price is 20 bucks for the wooden palace. Nice Lisa, job. Lisa. Wow. Hey. I thought it would be more. Tough from behind. You thought it would I'm be I'm sorry, Chelsea? More? I thought it would be more. Really? You're a little well, mean. How awesome is that, that I win on the penis when I'm your penis? <laughs> I didn't realize for some reason initially that... This was that Lisa, and now giving up her cover wow. on the radio. Wait a second, you're saying Wilcox's Wang doesn't actually tweet at us? <laughs> everybody say hello to the person who tweets as my penis. It's Lisa. Hey, this everybody. is a weird day. It's a big day, isn't it? I feel like the like you know the Wizard of Oz has been shown to right. me right now. Well, yeah, it is about the same size too, by the way. <laughs> Wait a second, is that good or bad? I don't know if I just said something stupid about myself or not. Yeah. Uh, 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Probably did. Lisa, congrats on your win. Top break, Larry. Uh, you know what? It wasn't easy. You had to go first on the wooden phallus, and that's never fun. Yeah. Uh, good day to get on the Craigslist, though, too. You can have coffee with a guy to save you 50 bucks on an airline ticket, and you can help a dude administer in-home rectal exams. Are you kidding me? Where else are you going to find all that in one spot? Only on Craigslist. The Woody and Wilcox Show. How many people do we follow on Twitter? Do you know? Is there a place that says that how many people we follow? Uh, oh, by yeah, the way, yeah. at Woody and yeah. Wilcox. Okay, so we're over 2,000 people that we follow. How many we're following or yes. how many following us? Uh, yes, we're following 2,000 people. I bring it up because did you guys see what Neil deGrasse Tyson tweeted? I think it was just yesterday. Neil deGrasse Tyson. You guys are following uh, I, I know. Don't, I no, do. I don't think we do as a show. Uh, I know. I do personally. Uh, he's okay. the he's the male model. No, no, no. Neil, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yes. is not a male. Is not what? a male model. What, what, who, am I think, who am I thinking of? <laughs> I thought, I thought Yo, Neil I'm talking Tyson about the dude model. who was giving astrophysics lectures at like the age of 15. Yeah, he's a smart guy. Used to hang out with people like Carl Sagan, his best friends with Bill Nye the Science Guy. Been on every late night talk show. Is funny, is creative. He did the TV show Cosmos again with uh, Seth MacFarlane, executive producing it. This is a guy who is passionate about NASA and exploring space and about pushing the boundaries oh. of where humans can go. So Neil deGrasse Tyson. So he's not a male model? You Who? Do, who? Who am I thinking of? You I don't think, know who I'm thinking of. You think of. there's a male model? I know you love guys with three names. Are you talking about Tyson Beckford? Because that's the only name that's in Neil deGrasse Tyson. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I guess I don't know which you is don't which. don't know who Neil deGrasse Tyson is. I don't know is. who Neil deGrasse Tyson is. Sue me. Okay. I thought he was a model. What he, about him? He's the the foremost expert on astrophysics okay. in the United States. Has he thought about modeling? <laughs> well, here, take a look. Would you want to see him in his underwear? I mean, I don't really, not really. Or is it this guy? Yeah, I mean, I think that's who I thought it was. Oh, is that Tyson Beckford? And you thought we were following him on Twitter? We're not following the other guy on Twitter, Chelsea. God, this is confusing. I bring it up because he's got over 7 million followers on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And yesterday tweeted, I have pretty good balance for my body size, but I have fallen over while attempting to quickly take off my pants. Now, Neil deGrasse Tyson tweeted that or Tyson Beckford? No, the astrophysicist tweeted that. Okay. Then quickly apologized, saying he didn't mean to send that message to all 7 million of his followers, saying that he was responding to someone who asked him if he'd ever fallen over trying to remove his T-shirt. I feel like this is one of the more confusing conversations we've had. So the guy who I thought was a model, who's actually an astrophysicist, yes. tweeted that he's fallen down while removing his pants. Quickly. And then apologized because he was just responding to one person 
who asked the leading astrophysicist in the world, I guess, as what he's calling him, if he'd ever fallen over when he took his T-shirt off. <laughs> Do I have that right? That's exactly right. And- All right. I feel like it's a good day. It's pretty much why we know. have social media. I don't know what's happening, but I feel yeah, like it's a good day. Back when Wilcox was little, you had to write a letter and hand it to the Pony Express, and they would run it off to your favorite Hollywood celebrity, three and you'd wait you. weeks, sometimes months, mm-hmm. to get some sort of response. Mm-hmm. You're, tell- you're, you're telling us this why. Because I think it's funny that he's like... I respond to every question that anybody tweets at me, including questions about whether I've ever fallen over trying to remove my shirt. In my head, I think there are certain people that are above the fray of normal social media. Right? I see. Right. I would think the... It's like Stephen Hawking. Right. Replying to somebody, hey, dude, puked in my hat the other day <laughs> while I was sitting on the can. And you're like, what in God's name is happening here? Yeah, exactly. That's, this is Stephen Hawking. I don't assume that he, you know, Neil deGrasse Tyson is thinking about astrophysics every minute of every day, but mm-hmm. I also don't expect him to tell the story about falling over while attempting to quickly take off his pants. Although we've all been there. Have you? You would think, though, his knowledge of physics would somehow keep him uh, from toppling over. Keep him erect. I mean, if you're somebody who's that well-versed in the ways of physics, shouldn't you be able to prevent yourself from falling over when you're removing your pants? I would think he would maybe know something that we don't know as lay people. Apparently not is the answer to that. Physics don't apply to certain people's pants. I Mm. think we know that. I didn't know that, actually. So if you're not following Neil deGrasse Tyson mm. uh, or Tyson Beckford or Tyson Beckford, mm-hmm. they both take off their pants. How many both. of them do? Both. I think you mean both. And one of them falls over. <laughs> <laughs> if you're new to the show, this is what we talk about every time we open the microphone is just oh. dudes falling over in their pants and how confused I am between scientists and male models. Right. It really is fun. We're going to th- we're thinking about sponsoring this segment eventually. <laughs> If anybody would like to pay for it. So uh, pretty good stuff. Pretty good stuff is the way I like to phrase that. (laughs) I will tell you this, though. One thing remains constant. Whether I know the difference between a male model and an astrophysicist, that we didn't know until today. But our Fez line and those who contribute to it, some of the greatest Americans and other out there. Uh, 704-FEZ-3200 is the way that you can get through. Chelsea specifically a message came in for you mm-hmm. last night, and I think it's not only going to make you feel better, but it's going to make all of us feel better. Do you remember when you uh, talked about having a kerfuffle at the family dollar with a checkout person who claimed to be the manager? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that person has a relative who has called into the Fez line, Ooh. and they'd like to share some thoughts with you. Wow. We'll get that Fez call coming up next. Woody and Wilcox. The Woody and Wilcox Show. So a couple days ago, um, Chelsea shared a story, a tough story to tell, but I think one important for all of humanity. She had uh, run into a situation, I don't know if I'm using the right term there, at the family dollar. And uh, she was waiting in line and didn't care for the way that uh, they were handling the customers. Is it one line where they take the next in line or are you supposed to form a line at each cashier? Very tough, very confusing, very trying. And we've (laughs) gone over that (laughs) probably more than we needed to. More than a Georgia Tech grad can handle. But, but. How dare you. 
Uh, we did get yesterday, and you probably heard this because we've played it already, a call from the manager slash cashier at the Family Dollar on our voicemail, the Fez line, which is always reachable at 704-FEZ-3200. I'm going to play that real quick, but then I want to play the new call that has come in. Here's the one from yesterday. This is the cash. I say, here's the one from yesterday. This is the cashier at Family Dollar. I'm sorry, Chelsea, I didn't recognize who you were being Bill Paxton's niece. And I want to say I'm sorry. I've had a bad hair day. Now, so we played that yesterday, obviously. Uh, Clearly, that is, in fact, the manager slash cashier at that family dollar. But... Here has here's what's transpired over the last 48, 20, I guess 24 hours. This call has come in, apparently, from the cashier's husband. Oh, listen to this. Hey, Chelsea, this is the husband of the wife at the Family Dollar, the manager. Uh, I want to apologize on behalf of my wife. I think um, she's had a rough last couple of weeks, and I just kind of wanted to clear things up and get you some closure. Um, it started out, uh, the last couple of weeks have just been hectic for um, Gam Gam Flossie. Uh, we were trying to have her uh, 89th birthday party for her, and it all kind of seemed for nothing the whole time. She was just saying, I'm tired. And uh, really all she wanted to do was take a nap, so that was kind of all for nothing. But we went through a lot of trouble to get it going for her. We tried to order her a very large rabbit and uh it didn't make the flight so um we had to fly to o'hare to um coincidentally enough get it cremated at the airport and so we got there and uh when we got off the plane a bunch of seagulls were dive bombing us and uh so my wife the manager that you dealt with um She tried to take her jacket off to swat at him, and she got stuck in it, and I was pissed about it. But um, anyway, we finally got it off of her, and uh, her hair got all messed up, hence the messy hair, don't care, T-shirt. And so anyway, she's just had a a, a stressful last few days, so... uh, I'd appreciate it if you could cut her a little slack, and I want to apologize on behalf of her and myself that you may have had to wait in line maybe a minute extra. So uh, just to clear things up, thank you. Bye. Is that a quadruple that I caught there? That's just... <laughs> I got the, the flossy uh, dicky. I am tired. Right, there was that. Uh, there the, was the, the large rabbit. The large, large rabbit. rabbit. It was cremated yeah. at the airport. There right. was the nuisance birds. Yes, nuisance birds guy. Stuck um, in jacket. That stuck in jacket is <laughs> outstanding. What work. do you mean? Are you suggesting that's not actually the husband of the woman that Chelsea argued with at Family Dollar? I don't doubt it's that. Common mm-hmm. It's common sense. It's common sense. Um, Fezline always available to you. That's our voicemail, obviously. Whether you work at the Family Dollar or not, although we are getting the full family tree from the Family Dollar, mm-hmm. 704-FEZ, F-E-Z, 3200 is the way that you can reach us any time of the, uh, of the day or night. We're always there for you. And if it bothers Chelsea, then that's even better.
Um, switching gears for a second, I don't know if you've seen this because it has made the rounds, uh, social media and other. There is a radio station uh, in Arizona that is coming under fire for something they played on the air. This is always interesting. The Woody and Wilcox show? No, no. It has nothing to do with us, believe it or not. Um, I want to play some audio for you, and then we'll go from there. We'll do it next. The Woody and Wilcox Show. So what we're about to talk about here, initially when I first saw the headline, I thought, oh boy, this is going to be stupid. And then when I realized what it was, I was blown away. This is not funny and is actually incredibly disturbing. Uh, And the headline that I saw was this. Local radio PSA urges people to hide their child pornography. PSA, public service announcement. I'm sure everybody knows what that means. And when I saw that, I thought, oh, no. Here's a, some sort of wacky radio yeah. show that thought it would be funny to do some sort of ha-ha parody, like a public service announcement about hiding your child porn, which would be a... Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Horrible, horrible idea to begin with. But our business, for whatever reason, there's a lot of people who are like. You do see it. Yeah. You do see it. But then I realized that this was not that at all and was, in fact, a radio station in the state of Arizona that was running public service announcements telling people how to not get caught with their child pornography. It's, the, it's beyond your imagination. I'm not joking. I'm not making this up. Why would I joke about that? It's not funny. Listen to the newscast from a Tucson radio station about this situation. A public service message that has several Benson residents disgusted. It's wrong. It should be taken down. It's sickening. And it took me by surprise right off the bat. You know, we actually had to stop and listen to the whole thing and kind of get grasp on what he's really saying. Always use an external drive and hide it where nobody will ever find it. That's the voice of this man, Paul Lotzeff. He owns and manages Cave 97.7 FM. He doesn't agree with Arizona's laws on child pornography. There's no picture in this world that's that dangerous. Paul says there's nothing wrong with possessing such images. Pictures of nude boys and girls. Pictures of whatever you want to call them. What do you mean whatever you want to call them? They're juveniles, they're minors. That's right, they're minors. They're pictures of minors and you go to prison for the rest of your life for possessing. Pause it there for a second so you can kind of hear that guy's voice. That's the guy who runs this radio station being interviewed by a local TV news reporter. And you can kind of hear what he's saying. He believes that apparently possessing child porn should not be a crime. And is running, again, let me emphasize this, running public service announcements on his radio station telling people how to get away with it. And by the way, you may say, well, isn't that illegal for him to do that? They address that. And also, how long has he been running these? They address that. In 2003, Morton Berger, a former Phoenix high school teacher, was convicted of possessing 20 pornographic images of children. He's currently serving a 200-year prison sentence. 
As for Paul, he maintains his position that state and federal laws need to be changed. He claims he's doing the community a service. The difference is in one case you're molesting children or abusing them, causing children to do things that are not natural for children to do. In the other case, all you're doing is possessing pictures. There's no connection between the two. Let that roll around in your dome for a sec. That is horrifying. Keep it going. Considering the specifics of this PSA, News for Tucson asked Mr. Lotsoff if he was a possessor of child pornography. He says no and adds he wouldn't tell us if he did. By the way, the part that was removed from that story is he's been running this public service announcement for two years. Two years? I'll give you an idea of how many people are listening to his station. Apparently no one noticed it until recently, heard it, told the news, you know, the TV news, and was like, what's happening here? Apparently not illegal to do what he's doing, which is is telling people how you can get around the law. How's that possible? Listen to the actual PSA, because we do have that. I want to play that because we're running short on time here. But listen to the PSA that this guy put out on his radio station that ran for two years. Should we play it? Understanding what it is, yes. In many cases, the penalty for possession of pictures is worse than the penalty for murder. You should understand that your internet provider could report you to the police if they catch you looking at a website featuring naked juveniles. The police then enter your house and seize your computer. If you have such material, you can save yourself and your family a ton of grief and save the taxpayers of Arizona a lot of money by never storing such pictures on the hard drive of your computer. Always use an external drive and hide it where nobody will ever find it. Likewise, never keep paper pictures, tapes, or films of naked juveniles where anyone else can find them. A public service message from the Cave 97.7 FM. Can you believe that? What is happening? How is that even a thing? I I feel like we need to break this down a little bit. Do we have time to do it here? Wait, wait, wait. I mean, tell me what's on your mind. Well, I, at some point in there, he's saying the laws need to be changed yep. because the penalty for possessing child pornography is stronger than that for murder. That's one argument, right? Because in some cases, you know, some you molest a child, you go to jail, you come out, and then they have that can't be near school law. So there's you can get out of jail, but so something's wrong with the laws. If that's your argument, then you say there's something wrong with the laws, and we need to to make sure that they're appropriate that's, for the crimes. That's I mean, that's one a thing. tough argument. First of all, if that's going to be your argument on any front. I mean, it's hard to argue that there should be any sort of leniency. Oh, no, I'm not saying leniency. But well, that's what he's suggesting. It, well, make note. I'm just saying if you're saying, you know, the laws make them all as strict. But then he's saying, OK, well, let me just tell you how to hide your that's how you're going to you're going to say it's you want the laws changed. But then I'm going to tell you how to hide your child porn and him saying there's no connection between you know, that's what let, I mean. That's that's insane it's thinking. Unbelievable. Oh, it's not harmful to have the pictures. Does he not know how pictures are made or taken? Seemingly no. I mean, are these if they're are they drawings? No, like, they're photos that he's talking right, about. Obviously, so a, a child has to be yes involved. God, that does is, he, it's does he the, not it's, think back how it works? I don't know. That's what I I could not believe it. Couldn't believe it. That's horrifying. 
one point. And by the way, the only thing they say is the sheriff of that county is trying to figure out if there's anything they can do because there may not be in terms of is he allowed to do that? Is he breaking a law by running a public service announcement that tells people how not to get caught with that? And they're not sure. On one hand, you have freedom of speech, but what if it was how to build a bomb or something like that, you know? People would be all up in arms even more. I I, I don't. Um, unfortunately, there are people like this all over the place who possess it or think it's okay or who are having this frame of mind. But that's not somebody who's running a radio station putting out a public service announcement. Right. I'm saying they're not all in Incredible. positions of power. So... There's a lesson there somewhere. I'm not sure what it is, but that is, by the way, I tweeted out the story. If you're interested in it, uh, if you're following along at Woody and Wilcox, you can find it there. The Woody and Wilcox show. Thanks to Sean for tweeting in at Woody and Wilcox. I thought when you said there was going to be something crazy said at a radio station in Arizona, it would be funny. No, that was no words. Can you go back to being moderately funny? Um, no, because Sean, were we ever moderately we've funny? Never been moderately funny. First of all, second of all, yeah, I, I told you it wasn't a joke. If you weren't with us, uh, 10 minutes or so ago, we were talking about this unbelievable story about a uh, radio station and what they've been doing in terms of a public service announcement. I'm not going to get into the whole details. If you didn't catch it, it is, I mean, mind blowing. I like nothing I've ever heard. And you can follow along at Woody and Wilcox on Twitter. I tweeted the story out. It includes the video and the PSA in question. And I'll leave it at that because I don't want to dwell on it. It's such a dark and ugly topic. Uh, Chris tweeting at Woody and Wilcox. This guy is going to be arrested within three months. Yeah, I, I don't think there's any doubt about that. What it, sadly, we live in a country where you do have freedom of speech. He hasn't done. He won't get any- arrested for that, but he'll get arrested for having the material at mm-hmm. his home. I mean, yeah. he must have it. I mean, come on. The whole thing is ridiculous. I I agree with that sentiment. It's just that people are angry about what he did, and that's not what's going to get him arrested. It's it's frightening that there are people who have access to radio stations who do stuff like that. Well, there are people with uh, pulpits and platforms to say all kinds of things. Right. Have you met our government lately? Have you met Woody, for that matter? True. It's slightly less illegal, but not always less offensive. But I'm always fatter. So I've got that going. I'm not sure that's right. What does right. that mean? I don't think it makes sense. No. Um, coming up, by the way, if you're somebody who has tattoos, you're going to be fascinated by uh, what we have to tell you. Or if you're somebody like Chelsea, who has never gotten a tattoo, this may be the thing that pushes you over the edge. There is, this seems odd, a new technology that is going to change the landscape. Of tattoos. They've been saying this for years. Mm, what are we talking about here? This one is completely different. Believe me, we don't have time to get into it here. We'll get into that coming up next year on the Woody and Wilcox Show. The Woody and Wilcox Show. Am I right in saying that uh, Chelsea is the only one on the show who doesn't have a tattoo? Cool Beans, how many tattoos do you have? I don't think Cool Beans she has, has zero. No, cool has Beans zero. doesn't. Have, so Cool Beans and Chelsea both no tattoo. Okay, Wilcox has a tattoo. It's of a dolphin. It's nope. on his ankle. Mm-hmm. No, is, it's, I'm sorry, it's a butterfly. Nope, that's and not it's right either. On his lower back. It's, no, <laughs> that's wrong. I have my nickname on my ankle. That's it. Uh, and I have a tattoo and uh, on my arm and one on my back. Chelsea, you had talked um, not too long ago about getting a tattoo. Have you made right. a decision? 
No, I haven't. Because remember, my sister and I want to get matching ones. She has a lot. I have zero. Right. We just have to discuss. You may, you know, your procrastination and not discussing it may have helped out because the next generation of tattoos is here. They've been talking about this for a while, the next generation of tattoos. Uh, Some people thought it was going to be, you know, uh, invisible tattoos or tattoos you could only see under a black light. And then there was the implants to make tattoos more three-dimensional. But now they have the ability for you to hear your tattoo. You have the ability to get an audio tattoo. The appeal. And that's not the tattoo you're going to get. That's just a pop-up video. (laughs) Okay. That is a pop-up video, which I hate. That was my bad. Uh, Take a look at the Woody Wilcox Facebook page right now, and you will see a man smiling at you there in the video. And what's going on there is he is the inventor of skin motion tattoos. It's Nate Sigurd, inventor and founder of Skin Motion, makers of Soundwave tattoos. And a lot of you have been asking whether or not this is real. And uh, I just wanted to give you an example to show you that it is actually real. And uh, the app's in development right now. It'll be done in about a month. And uh, we're excited for everybody who's looking forward to get one. So, If you're getting this tattoo, what happens is you have to go to one of their, you know, tattoo artists. You pick out a sound. Could be any sound. Dog barking. A saw, part of a song, a lyric, whatever it is. Yeah, I think I saw it can be up to a minute long. Up to 60 seconds. And what happens is you transfer that into a, what they call waveform, how audio looks visually. You probably have seen it in movies and stuff like that. We use it a lot here at the radio station. They tattoo that waveform onto your body. Then you use the special app on your phone that scans it. And what happens is... It plays back the sound that the app sees. This is him doing it on his leg. I love you. I'll do it one more time just so you can see. The app is scanning his leg, sees the tattoo, and... I love you. So he's got what his wife's voice and his kids cry or, you know, a little squeal of joy. Tattooed on his leg. And so as he scans it, you see sort of like, you know, when you're if you've ever used your smartphone to deposit a check, it like looks for certain little signature marks and it goes, oh, I recognize that. Then you see it scan across and it's got a little light thing that plays the sound that is embedded, I guess, on your leg via this tattoo. It's not a computer chip. It's not, you know. Something you can change, unfortunately. It's a tattoo. It's and always going to play that sound. And you sound. need your phone with the app on it that reads the sound wave. Correct. That's exactly So it's not it. like you can just push a button on your leg and it plays the sound. That's right. You need to scan it with your phone and your phone plays the sound of whatever the sound wave is. Exactly. Not to be no fun about this, but... um. It seems like a lot of steps to just hear a piece of audio, right? I mean, the technology is already out there. There are frames that can record voices and talk to you. You could just play it from your phone. There are teddy bears or whatever that you can record, and it'll say that exact same thing. So you're going to carry around a teddy bear the rest of your life, Chelsea? 
You're just gonna just gonna be like, oh, anytime I need a memory, I'm just gonna squeeze then, Teddy Ruxpin well, here. I mean, I, I'm with Chelsea in the sense that it seems like a novelty that has a. It's cool for this guy because he goes, look what I helped bring to market, something that maybe didn't exist before. Mm-hmm. But but it's, it's really true just... that you could just save that sound file on your phone right. and play the sound file whenever you wanted it. It's the same result. But this is a tattoo. Right, I get that. If anything, then it should be a temporary tattoo. So you can, you know, when you take it off, you can do another one and it'll read that one, you know? They are working on the technology that it'll read any waveform on your body. They don't have that ability right now. It has to be done by one of their artists who are trained in the blah, 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 blah. And it just, I mean, if you're at the top of a mountain, you can't get cell service. You're like, oh, I needed some inspiration. I can't just look down at my tattoo because I need it to play that audio. I don't think you'd need, would you need, it wouldn't need the service. Just work with me here. I know, but you wouldn't need internet, right? It's one of those that would work no matter whether you had a signal. I I believe so. You don't need it to go to to the internet to find the sound, I'm just saying you need extra equipment. It's not like looking down and having something on your wrist that means something to you and is going to get you through the day. Agreed. Well, it can be. You can put the words above it. I mean, you could modify it, but it's also pretty cool that you can hear your tattoo. You can see what it would look like. It's up on the Woody and Wilcox Facebook page now. But think about the opportunity, Mm -hmm. those of you that keep begging us to get the clips from... Chelsea from Chelsea. You can get Chelsea tattooed on your body. You can get Chelsea's audio now tattooed on your body, right? Rectal, yes. I mean, the opportunities are sort of (laughs) amazing when you think about it that way. Imagine showing up to work Monday morning. Somebody's like, "Wow, you got a new tattoo? Yeah, you can hear it. Want to hear it? Somebody's arm deep in that. Now, the only question would be, how do you spell this? I guess you don't need to you spell don't it, need though, to do spell you? It, it's no. just the sound wave. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it would work. Why not? <laughs> and I can imagine, dudes, you get a tattoo in a special area. She whips out her cell phone, scans it. Welcome to the bone zone. <laughs> right. It's like a neti pot for your butt. See, with a regular tattoo, Chelsea, you'd have to spell this out. But with this, like Woody said, you just need the sound waves. So it is, in that sense, something that you couldn't have done before. Still got pregnant. Right. Who wouldn't want it? Who wouldn't want a tattoo that sounds like this? That's it. I got herpes on my face. We're calling this thing off. Right. Stinky. Right. Stinky. Right. Stinky. Right. All of those are options. Touch it. Yep. Johnson. Right. The thing had to have been wrapped up, right? Because otherwise you got Pico de Gallo flying everywhere. <laughs> right. That's sure. That's fine. You are I unique. I love big bags. Sure. Can I play with it? Yes. You have to completely take off the pants in order to be doing the pigging. Yes. Thanks to Kent on the Woody and Wilcox Twitter feed. I think Chelsea should get a tattoo of the Becker theme song. That ah. would be awesome. <laughs> uh, we just don't hear enough about the Becker thing, I feel like. Yogurt Latin. Right, you could do that. Yogurt Latin. Absolutely. Giant, giant cans. That'd be a good one, too. Anything. It's, you know, possibilities are endless. <laughs> yep, all of that would work. So you can find out more Woody and Wilcox Facebook page. I'll tweet it out here in a second, too. The Woody and Wilcox Show. You know, with all the uh, trials and tribulations that the airlines have been going through, they just did a poll on uh, customer satisfaction with the airlines. What do you think that poll 
showed. Oh, I'm sure it's fantastic. Mm. I mean, there's never been a better time for the airlines, right? Actually, you're right. According to J.D. Power and Associates, a survey found that airline customer satisfaction is at an all-time high. <laughs> I f- what? Is what you're he saying? He was being sarcastic. I know he was being sarcastic, but he was right. He who, me? Yes. Oh, yes, I was being sarcastic. Mm-hmm. You're saying the study is sarcastic? No, I'm saying the study says exactly what you said being sarcastic. It's at an all-time high right now. No. Yes, Chelsea. I know. You mean to tell me that back in the day when they served you good meals and you could smoke on the plane, people weren't happier than they are today, getting beat up and killing rabbits? I don't know what you mean. Ah! Oh, yeah. (laughs) Getting beat up and killing rabbits. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I guess, yeah. We've obviously seen the dude who was pulled off the plane and the rabbit that was cremated at Mm O'Hare. Despite all those inflammatory incidents, who... Which you've just named a small handful because there's a lot more. Yeah, the most recent one was the woman who claims that she was forced to pee in a cup at her seat. That was another one that just hit last night. There was the man who wasn't allowed to get up when they were taxiing, hadn't even left yet to go to the bathroom, and then they had to stop, go back, and kick him off the flight. Right. They didn't kick this woman off the flight. They just, even though other people, according to her, were able to walk around, they singled her out and said, here's two cups. Yeah, this woman apparently had to whiz in a cup. Right. One she said she had an overactive bladder, which, by the way, I'm not even sure what that means, but I like the sound it of it. It means your bladder can't focus on stuff. It bounces around when it sees a shiny quarter <laughs> squirrel want to go ride bicycles. Okay. So one woman, two cups. So I've uh, seen that video. I mean, is this just because I know we love train wrecks? Um, people are satisfied with the airlines because that's what they want. Anarchy? Not quite sure. Uh, it's kind of like watching Jerry Springer or anything on the internet. It has increased 30 points. It's on a thousand point scale. And the overall satisfaction of customers flying on airlines is at 756. Higher than it's ever been. Lower costs, fewer problems, satisfaction with the cruise. So overall, people are happier, but maybe we're just hearing about the bad I definitely think we're hearing about bad stuff more. It's easier because of social media and everything. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, sure, that's true. They say that bumping occurs infrequently. That's what led to our friend losing a couple of teeth and getting his nose broken. Mm -hmm. But significantly affects satisfaction. So if you're flying, you're going to have a great time. Unless you're that lucky person. Who ends up lacerating part of his face and having to have dental, you know, surgery. And ah, you know what? One guy out of a couple of million. One rabbit out of a couple of dozen animals. A couple of cups out of a... Okay. I guess that one doesn't count. (laughs) Good luck today. If you are headed to the airport, everything's going to be A-OK. Unless you're a rabbit. Injuries. Am I right? Nobody wants one of those. Yeah. That's correct. But there apparently is an injury now that is sweeping the nation, and a lot of people are not aware of it and maybe not aware of how to avoid it. That injury that I'm talking about? Does it involve yoga pants? It does not, although you're not as far off as you might imagine. Does it involve those uh, finger shoes? I'm going to ask you to stop guessing. Avocado hand. (laughs) 
really shouldn't be playing the celebratory music because it's not a celebration. It's a tragedy and maybe some sort of pandemic. Hang on a second. So let's knock it off with the celebratory music. I know what an avocado is. And right. I, I know what a hand is. Right. What is the injury known as avocado hand? See, you're not aware of it either. Is that when you're trying to test the ripeness and you squeeze the avocado? According to authorities, the love of the avocado is call it causing a casualty known as avocado hand. Due to the soaring popularity of the avocado, more and more people are accidentally cutting their hands while slicing open an avocado. No. According to surgeons, they are seeing increased numbers of people with injuries caused by avocados. Quote, recently the health benefits of the avocado have been advocated, and due to the increase in their popularity, there is a consequent increase in related injuries, says the vice president of the British Society of Surgery of the Hand. (laughs) It's hard to put on a bumper sticker. It is not easy, but you can fit it on a business card if you write real small. I was going to say, are their business cards are double the length. And what are they now saying should happen? Anybody? Um, People not should... soon enough. <laughs> there should be warning labels on avocados. That's what I'm saying. Stop it with the celebratory music. This is not a celebration. This is a warning. We have reached a point Uh. in humanity where we need a warning label on avocados. The British Association of Plastic Reconstructive and Aesthetic Surgeons is is now calling for a safety label to be put on avocados, advising people on how to cut them safely. It, it's Now you may be saying, what? Chelsea, the injuries, according to these surgeons, are far worse than just small cuts that many people may get when cutting fruit. These are serious nerve and tendon injuries, which require surgery and can leave you without full use of your hand. What, um, can I, quick, quick, quick question. Sure. Woody, your question, please. How much force is used to cut an avocado? Now, I, I bring it up. I'm not a physicist. Uh, because you, you can tell if an avocado is ripe and ready to eat. In a couple of different ways. One in particular comes to mind. What is that way? Uh, you give it a light squeeze. Okay, did you get that? With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> that, this is a whole setup. Sorry, That's that. hilarious. <laughs> so do you, what, I'm afraid of meat. I think I got that. Yeah. <laughs> giant, giant cans. Right, I think I got it. Yep. I feel like the I'm with I've you. seen right. are bigger. Yeah. Yogurt land. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I've seen my beavers in the wrong place. <laughs> That's a cooch. All right. I think we got okay. through that. All right, we, we've <laughs> yeah, weathered sure? the storm. 
Now, you just got to be careful what you say, Chelsea, and you know that. Stop it. You can't just no. jump out with maybe you squeeze it or whatever you say. <laughs> Give it a light squeeze. Give it a light squeeze. Well, that's how you do it. Now, Cooter. Damn it, stop it. Wee area. It's your fault, Chelsea. <laughs> Certain trigger fault. words cause the avalanche of Chelsea you and other know. sound. If you squeeze Rap it too hard, Rap the green stuff comes out. No. Don't victim blame here. Look, Wilcox, I, I kind of feel By like By the I'm, way, I'm not no. joking. I'm sorry. Go ahead and continue. But I'm not joking. I'm, I'm reading from a news story. I have to kind of side with Woody on this. Now, Wilcox, you probably don't have to feel a lot of fruit or cut it because, you know, your wife. <laughs> but How I'm thinking you? I will not take that back. I feel, I feel a lot of fruit. Don't I'll say melons. Know. If you say melons, I'm I will not, I'm not I'm come over any, there. I'm not saying it. My point is, that's it, Woody. My boobies are getting bigger. Stop it. As a pretty prolific fruit cutter, I feel like <laughs> avocados are low on the list of difficult things to cut. I Please mean, refer mango? to that as a PPFC. <laughs> that's a pretty prolific fruit cutter. PPFC, as we call so, it in the biz. What do you, what do you think you're saying I'm, is that people don't know. They're just picking one. It's hard as a rock, and yeah, then they're trying to cut it. That's right. It's not ripe. And, that's and why they want themselves. warning labels on avocados. It's not that they need a warning label that doesn't tell people how to cut it because it's pretty simple. They need a warning label to tell you when it's ripe because that's when correct. it's ripe, it's easy. No, damn it. No high horse. <laughs> Look at me. I can tell the ripeness of every avocado just by giving it a light squeeze. <laughs> I've never been it? injured by a green fruit. Well, you know what, Chelsea? Not everybody is as perfect as you are. <laughs> Some of us are slicing our tendons <laughs> while making guacamole. I just picture somebody stabbing, trying to get it's, the pit out of it or something like that because they're a rube. There's no warning label that's going to save those people. You're going to pile on him? According to the secretary of the association and former president of the plastic surgeon section of the Royal Society of Medicine. My God, how big are these titles? People do not anticipate. This is a quote. People do not anticipate that the avocados they buy can be very ripe and there is minimal understanding of how to handle them. They don't anticipate they can be ripe. If they're ripe, you could cut it with a butter knife. We don't want people to be put off, uh, but the warning labels are an effective way of dealing with this. It needs to be recognizable. We can solve this right now. European Patrick, are English people that stupid? Perhaps we could have a cartoon picture of an avocado with a knife and a big red cross going through it, he said. You use a knife on it, but only when it's ripe. You need to teach people how, if (sighs) if it's hard as a rock, not ripe. If you gently squeeze it and it's a little bit, tiny bit squishy (laughs) don't come on i'm almost there just finish me (laughs) off (laughs) just finish me off i got my pants down i stopped there come on what a nasty curl we can do a little video for you Uh this makes me want to beat myself if you need to quickly ripen an avocado yeah put it in a brown paper bag with a banana and then close the bag (laughs) rectal yes Rectal, yes. And if, if, if it's if it's right, but you don't want to eat it yet, put it in your refrigerator. Back door. <laughs> Back door. Well, we ought to have a segment where Chelsea just tells you to put things in a bag with a banana. If you want. That'll be fun. <laughs> she is a PPFC, by the way. Pretty, Pretty prolific, prolific fruit, fruit cutter. cutter. So let's, uh, why don't you put that up on your PPFC <laughs> blog, Chelsea? <laughs> Meantime, those of us that just like to go ahead and cut uh, avocados need to know that you are running the risk of apparently cutting your hand off.
according to several surgeons in Britain. And none of us want that. Uh, sidebar and better note, we do have a round of it happen in Florida. And while you may or may not lose your hand during that game, it won't be due to an avocado. <laughs> The Woody and Wilcox Show. So when we play a round of It Happened in Florida, which we are about to do right now, uh, Woody and I share three stories real quick. Uh, the thing is, they're all true stories. We're not making anything up, but one of them happened in Florida. That's the one you need to identify so that you can walk away a winner. We do this because we celebrate the fact that Florida is uh, a little bit unhinged. A little bit means a lot. And if you can spot that Florida story first, you win at 844 844- for WW Show. Woody, how about story number one? Who remembers the Humpty Dance? Anybody? <laughs> remember that yeah, song from, the Humpty uh, Dance. what was that, 1990 or so, 89, where he waxed poetic about getting busy in a Burger King mm-hmm. bathroom? Yep. In the Humpty Dance, my pickle nose will tickle your rear. Something about eating chicken in a limo? Yep. Girlies in the limo eating chicken? Come on, don't mess with me. <laughs> I didn't realize what a digital underground fan you were. <laughs> Big fan. Big fan. Uh, I bring it up because police are on the hunt for a couple who actually got busy in a McDonald's uh, during lunch. This one it doesn't rhyme as well. I know. That's probably why they didn't use it. Um, they were uh, hit with the urge to merge right there. Hit with the urge to merge. An employee saw them doing it right in the middle of where people were eating and called the cops. Hmm. They took off before the police could get there. The police have been trying to track them down since this happened. They're asking for the public's help. They escaped? Yes. Hmm. They know that the man's name is Conrad Jablecki. Watch your mouth. And that's as far as they've gotten so far. They're still trying to figure out who the woman is. And by the way, that's a woman you bring home to mom. So they're on the lamb? No, they were at the McDonald's. I thought you were going to say they were on the table. That would have been funnier. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So was it a McDonald's in Florida is what you're asking me? Exactly. Okay. Well, story number two has to do with a restaurant, too. And I'm going to turn to you, Chelsea. I know both of you, Woody and Chelsea, have worked in restaurants before. But Chelsea is very open and loud about the fact that she worked at a restaurant, was a manager for years. When we met Chelsea, she worked at a restaurant. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's say that you're a waitress. Yep. And in this case, you're a waitress at IHOP. Yep. And you have a family, uh, that's a couple of parents and a couple of kids, and uh, you're serving them. Mm -hmm. And then at some point towards the end of the meal, they tell you that they're not happy with the service. At the end. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. something like that. Mm -hmm. Been there. And there was sort of an ensuing argument about service wherein they asked to speak to the manager. What do you do in that situation if you're the waitress, Chelsea? I say, I'll gladly get the manager for you. One second. Maybe comp, if you're lame, you do that. Comp them their Rudy Tootie Fresh and Fruity. Again, that's for losers. If you're like the waitress in story number two, you pull out a steak knife and threaten the family. That's how a real waitress at IHOP handles it, Chelsea. Quick question. Hmm? They, they have steak knives at IHOP? How tough are their pancakes that you're going to need a steak (laughs) knife to cut through that? It's for the waffles. At one point, apparently, the mother in this situation says that they were surrounded by IHOP waitstaff when one of the waitresses, the one who'd been serving them, pulled a steak knife on them. What is this, West Side Story? (laughs) 
<laughs> they were doing snapping the whole nine yards. When you're a jet, you're a jet, you're a jet all the way. According to a spokesman for IHOP, they say that the company, quote, wishes the outcome had been different, end quote. <laughs> but they could all get along and do a synchronized dance right. together. We say that at the end of this show every day. Um, my question for you is, was it Florida where an IHOP waitress was going to shiv a family that had said that she was providing bad customer service took a makeshift knife or shiv uh woody has the third and final story third and final story has to do with a man who i believe was just trying out some new cologne and deodorant uh and he did it in a pretty unique way which has landed him behind bars the next story is about a man that you believe was just trying out cologne and deodorant yeah i mean that's how you started that's exactly what i'm talking about he went into a target all right and was like "Mm, i probably need some deodorant so he pulled some off the shelf Mm -hmm. removed the little plastic thing inside there gave the underarm a couple of swipes and then put it back on the shelf Mm -hmm. wasn't even the spray no not even the spray he did that with the cologne, Chelsea, where he cracked open a box of cologne, sprayed himself down a bit, put it back in the box, and then set it on the shelf. Mm-hmm. Did I mention that he put his bicycle on top of a shopping cart and then pushed that into the tools section, cracked open a box of tools, and began working on his bike right there? <laughs> hmm. He said he was going to pay for the goods when he was stopped by the loss prevention officer, but... He then couldn't find his debit card, claiming that it had been stolen. And they reviewed the videotape and showed him that he was using the deodorant. He's like, I don't even remember doing that. I've been there. Really? I don't remember putting deodorant on this morning. I think I did. Was it in a Target? Maybe. While you were shopping with your bicycle on a shopping cart? I'm very very foggy early in the morning. Mm. Does Uh, your armpit smell like secret? What what secret? (laughs) Kelly, all three stories actually happened. Which one of the three went down in the dingly dangly state of Florida? Oh, me? <laughs> are you Kelly? Are you Sorry, Kelly? Hi. Hi, Kelly. Hi. Yeah, number three. You're going to go with story number three, and that would be correct. Yes. The curious case of the man using deodorant at the Target there in Vero Beach, Florida. Story number two, uh, don't complain about your wait staff at the IHOP in uh, New York. That's where the woman pulled out the knife on the family and the uh, spokesman wishes it had come out differently. <laughs> and Shrewsbury, Pennsylvania is where the couple was seen getting it on right there at the McDonald's. And they are still looking for the woman, although they do know who the dude is. The Woody and Wilcox Show. I'm going to apologize up front if this makes me seem like a bad person or somehow less of a person in your mind, but I get a little a smirk on my face when I see the headline that says Dr. Phil was injured in a dirt bike accident. Does anybody else have any sort of reaction to that initially? Just gut reaction. Don't think about it. Why do you take joy in somebody else getting hurt? I really don't. And that's why I should, that's why A, I apologized up front. I don't wish Dr. Phil harm. It's not that. And I don't, I, I don't hope him to get injured. But at the same time, I only picture Dr. Phil in a suit, sitting on a stool, on a stage, grilling people. And the idea of him doing that while riding a dirt bike is just brings a little smirk to my face for some reason. Reminds me of Chris Farley on that bike. I'm unfamiliar. Chris Farley, big guy, tiny bike. (laughs) 
I don't remember. I think that's the name of Woody's autobiography. <laughs> but I'm not sure about the Farley that's reference. I think you mean Dr. Phil fat, with the suit. Fat guy in a little coat. Is that what you're <laughs> no, thinking? I just have an image of Chris Farley on a bike. And now it's Dr. Phil with yeah. his mustache. And I don't know why. On you, a bike. Can you, can you imagine Dr. Phil wearing anything other than a suit? No. No. So in my mind, he's wearing a suit on a dirt bike. And, and that's that, funny. And that's a little funny to me. And it I don't, I'm, I apologize. I don't, like I said, I'm, I'm not, going to go ride my motorcycle. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not asking for him to get injured. You effing c-word. No, it's not. It's pronounced full-fledged slut. No, no. I'm just saying the imagery because I'm, you know, sort of just top of the mind is funny to me of you, him on a mm-hmm. dirt bike. You don't ever picture Dr. Phil naked in the shower. He showers with a suit on. Is that is that what you're thinking? What? You realize you're talking out right. loud, right? This isn't your diary. By the way, this happened back in February, so a well-kept secret, mm-hmm. apparently. I, I, th- I thought I was up on all the Dr. Phil news. Is he okay? Uh, dislocated his shoulder and, quote, dinged a few ribs, end quote. Thanks for telling us in May. I, wh- why? Should we send a card? Why to me or why to Dr. Phil? No, I give you a pass because it is funny. It's a yeah. funny image. Okay. Why is the news coming out and saying, yep, just in case you were worried, Dr. Phil fell off a dirt bike three months ago? Because even though it's not timely, it's very important for national security. Dr. Phil is a treasure. <laughs> and I think we all need to know that he's okay, even when we didn't know that he wasn't okay. Mm-hmm. You're effing him like a Thanksgiving turkey. Oh, <laughs> Well, I don't. Is that what you do to Thanksgiving turkeys? Are you an idiot? Are you a moron? All right. Are you effing stupid? Yes, it is that same Dr. Phil. You can suck this. All right. Oh. It seems like a little over the top. Is the mustache okay? As far as I know, yes. No word on mustache injury whatsoever. Mm. I'm sure he wears a mustache helmet. <laughs> Side stage at Lollapalooza, by the way. Their first album was famous. Got a little tiny strap. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, mustache helmet. So I'll keep you updated <laughs> if there's any change to Dr. Phil's uh, health situation or the situation with his mustache. We will be the first to let you know. Mustache helmet. The Woody and Wilcox Show. Well, today's a big day, and part of that I'm sure you already know. Uh, We found out this morning, or at least I did, that it is, quote, a real possibility that Dwayne The Rock Johnson will run for president soon. I mean, when I say soon, I mean, obviously not until another couple of weeks or so. (laughs) He was recently interviewed, The Rock was, and said that it's a real possibility. He feels like he's in a position now where his word carries a lot of weight and influence. So if you uh, are excited by that, big day for you. If you're not excited by that, maybe still a big day for you. I think it's huge. I think it's a great call for American politics. Mm -hmm. It's too much of the old guys get a young guy who's in there who actually can think for himself. Mm. He's not tied down to... You know, Republican or Democrat, he's an independent. He's Mm -hmm. exactly what we need. And we've talked about how much cod he eats, 700 and some pounds a year. I got to imagine that's going to somehow be uh, free fish for the rest of us. I don't know how, but I imagine it in my head. I was going to... 
you, he need more skills than just being able to think for yourself, Woody. And I don't know that cod eating is one of them. Not you know, true. he's an incredibly sex, successful businessman. You said he has sexy. A, I know. He is sexy as well. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's got mm-hmm. great lips. Uh, he gets. A, he's got a great work ethic. He is a great <laughs> parent. All right. I can't talk. So I'm down. so excited about this. Where do you want me to go? I didn't bring this up to spend too much time on The Rock, and we've already spent too much time on The Rock. I wanted to also say today's a big day. Because we got more information on that lawsuit that Johnny Depp and his managers are going back and forth on. You mentioned this the other day, Woody, because we were all fascinated yeah. by the fact that Johnny Depp is suing his former money managers and they him. I think it's both directions that this lawsuit is going. The management group that used to handle Johnny Depp's money says that Johnny Depp made, and you may want to sit down for this, $650 million over the last 13 years. <laughs> Now, he doesn't claim that he's literally broke at this point, but he is having troubles financially at this point after making $650 million over 13 years. Now, this came up because his managers claimed that Johnny Depp was living a $2 million a month lifestyle. Now, I know these numbers are so astronomical that you can't even really grasp what you're talking about. But when you put it into those terms, $200 a month, you two, sort of two start, million dollars, two million dollars a month. You sort of start to see the reality of how much money that is, and they unveiled some of the other details. Woody had brought this up because they said he had a thirty thousand dollar a month wine habit. That's not a habit. Buying thirty thousand dollars worth of wine per month, and by the way, none of this is disputed, as far as I understand. He's just saying that they mismanaged his money. Uh, He bought three islands in the Bahamas at basically what sounds like a steal to me, $5.35 million. He has a 40-person staff, 40, that's four zero, that costs $3.6 million a year. What, What do those people do? He spent $350,000 a month to maintain his 156-foot yacht. Three hundred and fifty thousand a month. That's right. To maintain the to yacht. maintain it. So keeping it in the slip. Gas. Right. Having a guy sit a on top of it and smoke. Stubing is making a lot of money. <laughs> I don't know what's involved. I really mm-hmm. I don't know. What is gopher pulling down? How that all plays out. Vicky on that. She or purser or whatever it is now. What would a 40-person staff do? I can't imagine. I mean, obviously, there's somebody to apply the eyeliner, but that's one. What are the other 39 guys doing? He just has one eye. you got to have another guy for the other eye. $650 million. This is Jim. He cleans me. Maybe when you're not paying attention, you don't. I mean, you think that's a huge amount, and you're not going to run out of money. I do. Yes. I do think that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel I think, confident that I, that, think that, most that I of would us, not. Yeah. So he just keeps spending it like it's like right. he is going to make it. He's not doing math very well. <laughs> We've you're, all been there. You're maybe at a lower level. You're saying that might be a, a Woody issue mm-hmm. eventually if Woody ever made that kind of right. money. I think I would even have a hard time spending $650 million over the course of 13 years. So as you think about what your job entails, how much coin you're pulling in, Make you feel better or worse about your own situation? 
Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would say both. Mm. You'd be wrong. Now you could say both and be right, but so good news all the way around is what I feel. I think once the Rock is president, we'll have these problems sorted out. Won't get to this point. Johnny Depp is vice president. Bringing in that coin again. We'll see. We'll see. Would you vote for that ticket? Rock Depp? Hell yeah. Who wouldn't? Landslide. Make it happen. (laughs) I feel like you're getting overly political. Yes. Share that on your sausage blog. Okay. (laughs) Woody and Wilcox. The Woody and Wilcox Show. You may be saying to yourself, why do I do it? Why do I listen to the Woody and Wilcox show? Well, I know the answer because it is so informative. And so many times you walk away thinking, my God, if I hadn't learned that today, how would my life be different? I'm going to go ahead and call BS on that one. Well, that may not be true. But we did find out today that a man went to the doctor, had pains in his stomach. X-rays revealed he had two ballpoint pens in his stomach. He then remembered that he had swallowed them 36 years earlier. It's not easy to remember when you've swallowed pens. I'll tell you that right now. We also learned that there is something known as cranking. It is a sexual fetish of sorts that involves a very bouncy car and you. Have I summed that up properly, Woody, do you think? Uh, Not a bouncy car, a rough Running car. Rough running car. In other words, the guy, uh, he undoes the uh, spark plug wires on a couple of cylinders, so it's really herky-jerky. Mm-hmm. Okay. Herky-jerky. That's what he said, Chelsea. Look it up. Um, we le- learned that Chelsea is a PPFC. A lot of people didn't know about that. Pretty prolific fruit cutter. Right. We learned that Dr. Phil wears a mustache helmet. And that mustache helmet is opening the side stage at Lollapalooza. Now, why did we learn that Chelsea is a PPFC, a pretty prolific fruit cutter? Because we discovered that surgeons in England are suggesting that avocados should now have warning labels on them because they're so dangerous to cut. They claim that due to the fondness of avocados, injuries from cutting open avocados have skyrocketed. And by the way, that did touch a nerve with a couple of people on our voicemail known as the Fez line this morning. Uh, What is wrong with this country? A freaking warning label on an avocado? You gotta be freaking kidding me, man. Listen, if you don't know how to use a freaking knife, put the knife down. Get somebody that knows how to use a freaking knife. Get your butt on YouTube. Watch some freaking lessons on how to open a freaking avocado. How about you don't freaking mess up your hand? What is wrong with this country? What a bunch of morons! What a bunch of freaking morons! They're killing me! Is that Alex Jones listening to the Woody Wilcox show? Now you might think, well, of course he has a point. What's happened in this world where we feel like we need a warning label on an avocado? Right. However, that call on the Fez line was closely followed by this call on the Fez line, I think, proving the need. Hey, guys, I just wanted to call in. I'm making a little guacamole for the family later for lunch. Um, I wanted to comment on the airline topic you guys were talking about later. 
Anything else you missed, you're going to find it there on the podcast after the show. Look for the Woody and Wilcox channel on iHeartRadio. And, of course, you can find that online or you can download the iHeartRadio app. It's free. Free. Beat yourself about the head and shoulders with that app wherever you are. Any time of the day. Doesn't cost you nothing. Intern Dave, would you like to put a cap on today's extravaganza by any chance? Uh, Another great show, guys. It's the Woody and Wilcox Show. Everyone in this room is now dumber. Not for a second have I even dwelled on the fact that the show's over. I don't, uh... It's the Woody and Wilcox Show. I don't, uh, think about it. I, I try not to think about it, and therefore I, you know, don't... Why don't you stop talking for a while? Because it's a very healthy way to deal with something that is very ultimately not that important in the long run. It's not... Not, uh, not important at all. And Wilcox Show. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.